after 15 minutes. Zeros on the board. A quarterback that's thrown for over 50,000. Another quarterback that has the best winning percentage after 59 starts in CFL history. And we have goose eggs on the board and a combined total of four first downs. Three for Calgary, just one for the Toronto Argonauts. Defense is playing great in the first quarter of this game. So special teams can make a difference and Roy Finch with a big punt return might have spark something for Calgary here in the late stages yeah, of the first quarter. It, it often can, Chris. I mean, you get that. First of all, it's the field position, but you also get a spark and a little bit of energy. And so we start the second quarter. Calgary with a first down at the Toronto 43. to Messam. Mitchell had pressure on. An errant throw incomplete. Cassius Vaughn came on a blitz and just got a piece of Mitchell as he was trying to throw that corner route to DeVars Daniels. He comes right off the edge and he just gets a piece of the Calgary quarterback. Smart play by Vaughn not to get his hands up around the face mask and helmet of Mitchell. Not draw a penalty. Vaughn's usually the strong side linebacker. Looks like he's playing safety and Matt Black has gone to the corner on second and 10. And that pass is caught. Did they get a foot down? Mark and Michelle brought it down and the officials are going to say, they're going to confer about it. Was he? The ruling, the, the ruling on the field is the Calgary player was forced out of bounds. It is first down Calgary. Yeah, he, he would have come back down inbounds if not forced out. So it's an 18-yard catch. They're going to mark it as a 20-yarder. Good speed on that route from Mark and Michelle and pushed by Brandon Harris there. The opinion of the official would have come down. Would have come down had he bounced. not been contacted. And now they hand off up the middle. Jerome Messam found a little crease that time. Wrestled down by Dylan Wynn, but a little more room for Messam, who hit 5,000 yards. A little slow to get up there. You see that return, as you mentioned, Chris. Roy Finch gives him field position gets the bench up off their feet or on their feet and gets the offense with a little bit more jump in their step see that rope from Mark and Michelle on that out route full speed off the line driving his man back good run on second down or on first down there from Jerome Messam all from Roy Finch in his return for the stamps into the red zone second down Hand off Messam. He's going to get stacked up short. Averaging 93 yards a game on his last four starts. And it's going to be third in it. At least a yard. See where they put it. Just inside the 15. They have to get a full yard from there. Dave Dickinson, when he sends Andrew Buckley in in short yardage on third downs, is 15 of 15 this year. He's got to have confidence deep in Argo territory. That helps with this decision. Call it a yard and a half. 
injured Argonaut. Is that Cassius Vaughn or no, it's Kadarius Ford. One of the newcomers in recent weeks to that Argo secondary. Without Owusu Ansa, Jermaine Gabriel, Johnny Sears, Josh Mitchell. Cassius Vaughn has moved back. See how they rework the secondary because he's got to go for at least three plays. But it's third down and a yard and a half here. Andrew Buckley and the short yardage team in for Calgary. Not likely to be passing on this down. But you never know. Buckley around the right side. He's got it. A lot of room there behind Brad Erdos and Spencer Wilson. Well, that's the more veteran side of the offensive line. Erdos out there on the right guard and Spencer Wilson who's played every position on the old line. Boy, did they get off the ball. Driving that D-line back. Watch the right side of this old line right in the middle of your pitcher. Get low leverage, pad level down, and a great drive and push. Buckley had plenty for the first down. Great replay to show you how the Stampeders are now 16 of 16 on those third down plays. First down from the 13, Mitchell over the middle, and it's intercepted. Cassius Vaughn takes it away. There is a flag in the end zone, and Cassius Vaughn is loose with one man to beat. Down inside the 30, running out of gas, but running for a touchdown, but is it all coming back? Would be a 115-yard touchdown return, but it looks like it's going to be negated by an Argo penalty. Boy, that looked like a clean break on the ball from Cassius Vaughn. Defensive pass interference. Throttle number 26. The foul of the third in goal. The ball will be placed on the one-yard line. First down. Well, let's have a look at, although Mark Trestman only has one challenge, this is where you'd use it. Well, yeah, this early in the game, yeah, you would. I, I think you got to take a look at this. I think he just, he runs the route here. I mean, this is just running the route and beating Mark Quay McDaniel to the football. And the challenge, I believe, has been thrown and uh, hey listen I, I know people say he former defensive back always siding with defense that's not the case you have every right to the ball in the air defensively as well now I know Mark Tressman does not want to waste his challenge this early in the game but on a play like that you got to take a Toronto look. Toronto is challenging the ruling in a field of defensive pass interference on Toronto number 26 the play will be reviewed so it's in the hands of the command center is it the first points of the game for the Argos or not? We'll find out when we come back.
after review. The ruling on the field is overturned. There was no pass interference on the play. Toronto has intercepted the football and scored a touchdown. A touchdown is scored by Toronto. Correct call me. And Mark Tressman would like to have held that challenge till the second half at least on a play like this. Where you're not only taking points off the board for Calgary, but Cassius Vaughn scores on this going all the way back and runs the route for Marquay McDaniel. He does not impede him to the spot. He runs the route for him, plays the football in the air. That's tremendous defense and a pick six. Boy, we've had a couple of a few of those since we had two last <laughs> night. And Vaughn with his third interception of the year. Had one against Montreal last week and an even bigger one here. Maybe fitting that it's defense that scores first here yeah. in this game. Six-year NFLer. Hamilton Ticat comes over and plays a new position and has played it well here in Toronto, although he's been moving around, as you mentioned, in that ever-changing Chamberlain defensive secondary. Well, that's just a great play. Anticipation on that in route. So right now, jumped in the corner. First guy to the ball. And took it to the house. Now he's got now Corey Chamberlain's moving guys around right now. He's got Rico Murray moving to the halfback. Murray, Murray started on the corner. Murray started on the corner. Kadarius Ford seems like he's out for now anyway. See how they line him up because Cash Vaughn's got a He's got to catch his breath and get back out there. Just the fifth interception tossed by Mitchell on the year. And you don't see him throw many in the red zone. But that wasn't a mistake by Mitchell, right. in my opinion. That, that was a defensive play made by Cassius Vaughn. A takeaway. Ira who kicks it off. It'll be Finch from his 12. Up across the 25, shoots through and nearly got away. Boy, he makes an adventure on every return up to the 39-yard line on that kick return for Finch. Well, there's a couple of returners in the league that are probably listening. Guys like Chris Rainey, like Brandon Banks, that may want to prove me wrong, but think there's any question that right now the numbers back it up and so do the big returns. Roy Finch is the best in the league. So first down for the Stampeders. Calgary 38 over the middle. There's the connection he wanted with McDaniel and back into Argo territory. A huge hit at the end of the play. Marcus Ball, Rico Murray, Bear Woods all there, but it's a 23-yard pickup for McDaniel. Just this in route. This is this is the office for Mark Way McDaniel. It's it's about 10, 15 yards down the field, between 10 and 15, right over the middle, or just on that quick little out that he runs. And as he's going down, Marcus Ball catches him with the helmet. Wow. Just inside the Argo 50, first down. And it's Messam trying to get outside, can't do it. Upended by Jeff Finley. Looks like Finley might be shaking up. 
Young player who's really come into his own with the opportunity. Couple of sacks in the first game against Calgary, four on the year, and he's not right. He's going to have to take a knee. Yeah, Marcus Ball, I think, just said, wait a minute, wait a minute. You, you, you don't, you're not sounding clear. Whatever it was that was the trigger, and his teammate said, no, no, get, get some, get some assistance here. So, well, he gets attention. See what happened here. We'll step aside. Be right back. After the GMC Professional Grade Playbook tonight, Henry Burris on the proper way to throw it out. He's a guy we could have had uh, give instructions on that as well. Lyndon Gidosh, the former Calgary Dino and number one pick in the draft four years back. In for the injured Jeff Finley. Second and ten from the Argo 50. Four-man rush. There's the out. And it is a first down. Jawan Breskison with the catch. Uh, Mississauga Needham moves the chains. Well, this one can be added to the playbook here for Henry Burris, and it's great timing. It's Breskison getting outside leverage so that when he makes that speed cut, that, that cut to the out, ball's already on its way from Bully by Mitchell as he's making his break, and it's almost impossible to defend for a defensive back when it's thrown on time like that. You got to take away the inside because it's an easier throw. Right to the first down stick against the newcomer Alden Derby. Big to Messer, Lemon on the... Rush and the catch is made by Michelle. Matt Black on the field corner makes the tackle, but it's an eight-yard pickup for Michelle. Boy, Bolivar Mitchell is is so good at just avoiding pressure or just throwing around it. Watch how Sean Lemon comes off the edge here, and he's pretty much clear in the throwing lane, and Bo just throws it between his hands and up and over his shoulder and then drops it right to his receiver, Michelle. There's another completion as Mitchell starts to get into a bit of rhythm here. Tavares Daniel with the catch. Boy, I tell you, he, right now, this is the evolution of the offensive game plan and the offensive play calls from Dave Dickinson. In the first quarter, we saw Bowley by Mitchell attack between the hash marks. A lot of in routes, a lot of dig routes. Now he comes back in the second quarter and he's throwing a lot of out routes. Right when you think you've got him figured out, he's going to switch it up on you. Matt Black's moved back to safety. First and 10 at the Argo 21 yard line. Mitchell now out of the pocket, throws, and it's knocked down. Brandon Harris there to knock it away from Markway McDaniel. Argos, you know that players take pride in these streaks, and the streak of now seven quarters without giving up a touchdown is probably on the minds of this Toronto Argonaut defense. Need to stop right here to keep the streak alive. There's a streak that they'd like to break. That's Calgary with 13 consecutive wins. Actually, Argos have lost seven straight to Calgary. Second and ten. Mitchell stands in to the end zone. Oh, touchdown! What a 
catch. Daniels hung on with Brandon Harris hanging on. Demaris Daniels is going to outmuscle Brandon Harris for the ball, but the Argos sent all three linebackers, and it was blocked up well enough so that Mitchell could put this low and inside to give Demaris Daniels a shot at this catch. He's going to throw it right down low and inside, so there's no way that Brandon Harris can get up and around that. He can't work around Demaris Daniels. Great job at both ends, the throw and the catch. Third touchdown of the year for Daniels, his second against the Argos. Rene Paredes has missed the convert. Paredes missing for the fourth time. Martiz Jackson will bring it out and steps out of bounds, so there will not be a repeat of the Duran Carter sojourn of last night on a missed convert. But the Stampeders get on the board. How about this catch with Harris draped all over him? A Calgary touchdown to get them within one of the Argos. Thursday night football and a matchup between the Red Blacks winners today and the Alouettes coverage at 7 Eastern for Pacific across the TSN network. It's going to be a huge weekend of football. Seven plays, 72 yards, capped by the Tavares Daniels touchdown catch. And the Argos streak, not giving up a major, ends on that throw. Seven and a half quarters. Martiz Jackson from his six. Up across the 25, play comes down and he gets taken down at the 47 yard line. Charlie Power, one of the power guys on the teams as his ninth special teams tackle. And they're marching it back against Toronto. During the return, illegal block in the back. Toronto number 41. Half the distance to the goal. First down, Toronto. Nakus Onyeka. Here comes the pressure on that touchdown throw. Three linebackers are all in the blitz, but the Calgary offensive line get real tight splits. That means they're close together, and they get Messam to go ahead and block the free man and Marcus Ball off the edge. Well protected, and I'll show you what I mean by splits. Look at the, di the distance between the offensive linemen here. Really tight. Almost heel to heel, half a yard even. Keep it nice and tight so that blitz couldn't get through. Just the 11th offensive play for the Argos. Ricky Ray on the money, and he's got S.J. Green for a first round up at the 27-yard line. 18 for number 19. And there's another example of throwing the out and throwing it on time. And what a big play because back top where you're throwing from your own goal line, at least now the Argos have room to punt it if this if this drive stalls, but that's a big throw. SJ who made his 500th catch last week. In a nine-catch game against his old team, Ricky Ray is not going anywhere. Micah Johnson and Alex Singleton get home. Micah Johnson just beats his man. Singleton lines up over center Sean McHugh, and he gets there too. I mean, this this Rashier, and then there's Singleton. 
And Ricky Ray is like he's standing on the beach and a big huge wave just comes right over top of him and takes him up on the shore. I'll drink to that. Loss of seven. Second sack of the game for the Stampeders. Second and 17. Extra man coming, but this time picked up. Great hit find everybody. And down he goes. Shakira Davis has his second of the game. Back-to-back -back sacks for Calgary. Uh, you got to put this one on the protection up front on Ray. Jagera Davis finally gets there, but I think it's the coverage. Let's take a look. Go ahead and run it, guys. We'll see what the coverage looks like right here. You can see all the receivers out there. Four total, two on each side, one late. Now stop it there. Good coverage right here on SJ Green. You've got Singleton right here. Nowhere for Ricky Ray to throw. And Jagera Davis finally gets there. Fifth consecutive punt for the Argos. It'll be Finch at his 52-yard line. And he breaks the first tackle. And then is angled out at the Toronto 50, an eight-yard return. And terrific field position for the Stampeders, who scored on their last possession. Down by one with under five minutes left here in the first half. Just me, or have you noticed that quarterbacks, just before the couple of quarterbacks in the league, just before they come out for every series, they throw one on the sideline to the backup quarterback. Trevor Harris likes that, Abs I think. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like they get their first completion before they get out there. Get a little momentum. <laughs> it's the easiest completion of the night. Here's Messam. And nothing there initially. And able to surge inside the 50. You mentioned Spencer Wilson earlier. It really is remarkable how versatile he is in this ever-changing offensive line scheme of the Calgary Stampeders. These are his starts by position since the beginning of last year, including the playoff in the Great Cup game last year. Not to mention he has a nice two-point catch. That's yes. a tight end. <laughs> There's that, too. No, that's, that's something else. Two-time All-CFL. Not many offensive linemen make the change from the left to the right side, but he plays everywhere, but they can't protect Mitchell this time. And Bo Levi Mitchell is dropped for a loss as the Argos get a sack back. Is that Lyndon Gaydosh will get credit for that? If it is, it's his first sack as an Argo. He's right here. And I thought he got there. Sean Lemon, yeah, it is him, first touch. This goal gets tripped up. Argos had six the last time they played Calgary. And that is their first of the night. So a two and out at midfield for Calgary. Maber so good at finding the corner. Looks like he's got it again, and he does. Bounce it out at the seven. That's the seventh time this year that Rob Maver has put it inside the 10. Well, this is one of the advantages of having two kickers. I, I know the advantage of having one that can do both, and that helps you in the roster in other, in other places, other ways. But having two kickers on your roster means that all we can practice, they can work on their special, on their thing. And Maver has got that angled kick, getting it out of bounds inside the 10 down. And a holding call didn't pick up the number, and they take it half the distance, so they're in between the three and four yard lines for this start. 46-yard punt 
into the quarter for Maver. Restarted the last series at the nine and haven't been able to put first downs together here against Calgary tonight. Last three possessions, the 21-yard line. They start the nine and this time the three. They'll fake to Whitaker. They'll throw back and Declan Cross has it. Makes the first man miss and away he goes. The McMaster product up across the 40. And that gets them out of a hole. Cross, who has a couple of touchdown catches on the year, has one of his biggest plays, a 40-yarder. Their secret weapon. He's become a valuable guy. 14th catch. Had a 45-yarder earlier. And a perfect call against pressure to dig the Argos out of a hole at the three-minute warning. of points this afternoon. We had 85 last night. The points hard to come by here. 13 with seven scored by the defense. Hand off to Whitaker. Short gain. Singleton another tackle. See Brandon Whitaker there when he saw Singleton coming. Brandon Whitaker will make you miss. And he, he's a tough guy too. But he saw Singleton coming downhill and he just said okay and got down and absorbed the hit. Singleton fourth in the league in tackles. That's respect for the middle linebacker. Number three in the league in defensive plays. Second and six and a half. Here comes pressure. Ray has it knocked down. So they turn up the heat. Singleton again. Boy, do they overload the right side of the offensive line for Look at this. Josh Bell's down there. Here comes Singleton. I think it's Singleton that gets his hands on this throw, but they're loading up that right side of the offensive line and outnumbering the protection. Weeks ago, seven tackles and a sack. Ira Lahu with the punt. Pinch at the 21. And up across the 30-yard line before he's taken down. Two minutes remaining for Bo Levi Mitchell in this first half. Which is lots of time. But as the panel will discuss at halftime, good defensive performance by both teams here tonight so far. It's on pace for over 300, which is a little surprising considering the, the flow of the game. Yeah, I think mostly this quarter couple of drives in this quarter and the one touchdown throw to Navarrez Daniels starting at the 32 will hitch to Daniels across the 35 stretching out around the 38 and Navarrez Daniels has his fifth catch of the night including that touchdown grab for Calgary seven for Daniels, it'll be second and three. And every yard hard earned so far. Mitchell, the outlet here to miss him, cut down at the 40, and that's going to be short. 
of the first down. The Argo defense again. Messel doesn't like the spot. Marcus Ball trying to help the officials get it back to the 40. Bear Woods talking to the Calgary bench. It's a great tandem. Marcus Ball, Bear Woods, they walked a ton of film together. This kind of play doesn't happen by accident. They work hard at it, and they got some help over there by all. Well, with Ball, Woods, and Singleton, you have three of the top six defensive players. It's like Kudarius Ford back in there, I think, at halfback. Injured in the first quarter. The Ricky Ray's going to get one more chance with the football here in the first half. Martiz Jackson at the 23. Trying to kick it outside. And then gets run over as he cut back into traffic. And is brought down by the rookie Julian Lynch out of the University of Saskatchewan making his CFL debut. Well, touchdown pass is hard to come by here tonight so far, but the second half may be different. Lots of weapons and Ricky Ray over 100 touchdown passes on two teams. Only player to do that. 201 with the Edmonton Eskimos. 100 now with Toronto. Tracy Ham, Tom Clements. Ray 7 for 9, 91 yards here in the first half. Throws the out here, and S.J. Green can't make the play against the 10-year veteran, Brandon Smith, who just happens to be out of the same school as Ricky Ray, Sacramento State. Devon Claybrook's been going blitz on second and long on Ricky Ray and trying to get him to get that out there as quickly as he could. And that's where Anthony Coombs has come in with this offense. When blitz comes, it's Anthony Coombs that gets out of the backfield or runs those little bubble screens. Cluster formation to the far side. They'll screen to the near side. Whitaker looking at rally to the football. Shaq Richardson there first. And it's a quick two and out. Calgary's going to get some time to to get the lead before this first half's done. You know, great teams, they do a couple things. They don't beat themselves, first of all, and Calgary does not beat themselves. Fewest turnovers in the league coming into this week. But when one guy is hurt or one side is a little bit behind, like Bo Levi Mitchell in his shoulder in their offense, the other side picks it up, and this defense is playing great. Good boot by Haralahu, backs Fitch up to the 32, a 54-yard punt. And here comes Fitch He's loose again, and a flag comes down as he's taken down around the, let's see, they're going to mark him out at the 47, but there is a flag at midfield. Boy, he is explosive on every return. Well, to a point where Mark Trestman may have to talk to his staff and, and start kicking it away from him, making him try and track him down, kicking it to the wide field, even though even though it's risky to do that, because if he catches it to the wide field, now he has Three so much return. more room. Holding, Calgary, number two, 10-yard penalty. First down, Calgary. Adam Tebow just back in the Calgary lineup, flagged on the hold, which negates the return, brings it back to the 39-yard line with 36 seconds to go. Try and find the holding for you. There's number two, and 
right there on the shoulder pad. James Wilder Jr. So see if Calgary can get it into field goal range in this 36 second span. A perfect pass by Mitchell. And he connects with Anthony Parker in front of Brandon Harris. He got it there, but Rico Murray was sitting on that corner in this zone and he was sitting on his man and reacted just a little bit late but if he is a step sooner look at rico murray cut underneath that and just misses stealing that out throw eighth different receiver for mitchell in the first half underneath it goes to mess and he is out of bounds near a first down it looks like he has it at the argo 46. zone defense so two receivers to the side that side of the field the short side they clear out, just go down the field as fast as possible to open up space for Messam underneath. One more throw for solid field goal range here for Rennie Paradis. That shoulder must feel okay because he's at 199 here in the first half against a stout Argo defense, first and 10 Calgary. Toronto 46, they fake the hitch, they screen to Messam. And Messam lunging inside the 40 to the 38. So they're in Rennie Paradez range with time for one more play. Yeah, I agree with you on Paul Levi Mitchell and his shoulder. But I don't, you know, he hasn't really launched any big no, deep balls tonight. So the game plan is, is built to help him play with this injury. Quick hitter here, Daniels to catch, trying to get out of bounds. Actually lost a yard or two to the 34. Yeah, and here comes Paradez. Yep. It'll be a 41-yarder. Four seconds on the clock. Now, having said that, he was working that shoulder against the BC Lions last week and then threw a 65-yarder down That's the sideline. That's what line. was puzzling. That was yeah. probably the most impressive throw of the game. But it, it looks good. His accuracy is there. The timing is there. And we'll see if in the second half he launches a couple of deep balls. So from 40 yards out, Paradez is on the money, and Calgary will take the lead at the half. But the point's hard to come by. 40-yarder by Paredes gives the Stampeders a 9-7 halftime lead as we head back to the studio. Hi, I'm Bear Woods, linebacker for the Argos. You're listening to Argos Football on TSN 1050. This is Argos Game Night. Argos! On TSN 1050, the home of Argos Football. Well, an interesting first two quarters as the Argos trail. 9-7 to the Stampeders in Calgary. I'm Andy McNamara, and you're listening to the Toronto Argos Halftime Show here on TSN 1050, tsn1050.ca, and on the iHeartRadio app. Now, interesting situation here on cfl.ca, on tsn.ca, and on a couple of other sites that I've checked, there's no stats. There is no stats. Something has gone terribly wrong in Calgary. There are no stats that I can report. What I do know, though, what I do know, is that from watching the game, um, the Toronto Argonauts uh, scored a sensational, after it being reviewed and the call overturned, Cassius Vaughn, 115 yards the other way to give the Argos their lone score. 
It was absolutely fantastic. Like it was artwork to see Cassius Vaughn lead Bo Levi Mitchell, overtake Marquay McDowell, and he was just waiting in front of him, waiting, waiting, and then at the last moment popped in front, and it was as if Mitchell was throwing to him. And then he took it in the end zone and galloped the rest of the way. So Cassius Vaughn put the Argos on the board, and that was really it. That was about it for the Argos offensively. And low-scoring game, certainly much different than the last time these two teams played. And the Stampeders put up 41 points. So uh, just field goals for um, the Calgary Stampeders. Uh, Rennie Parrott has got one late to put the Stamps up again, 9-6. to six. And scores from around the rest of the Canadian Football League in Week 10. This is the finale for Week 10. We had the Winnipeg Blue Bombers up and the Montreal Alouettes 34-31 in overtime. Saskatchewan 54, a 50-burger by the Rough Riders, 54-31 over the Edmonton Eskimos. And the Eskimos now have lost two in a row after starting the year 7-0 and and have actually dropped to second place to the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Tied in points, but Winnipeg has more points for at 308 compared to the bomb or uh, Eskimos 261. So they've actually dropped the Rough Riders surging. They got their first road win of the season. Now two and three in the division and are four and four with eight points. And the two points back of the BC lines news coming down tonight. Actually, Wally Buono has officially named Travis Lule as the new starter for the Lions. Jonathan Jennings, two games back off of injury, not doing it. The West is way too tight. Buono had no choice. Like this team, this BC line team is good enough to contend now. You do not have time to fool around. Because all of a sudden, you, you go with Jonathan Jennings for a game or two more. Saskatchewan leapfrogs you. And all of a sudden, you're in last. That West division is tough. So Rough Riders continue to roll along over the Eskimos. Uh, earlier today was the Ottawa Red Blacks. 31-24 over the BC Lions. And as I said, yeah, Jonathan Jennings, um, not looking good. And he got uh, got pulled. Travis Lilly finished it up. Two touchdowns and an interception going 18 for 23. Jennings, 10 of 17 for just under 59, just under 59%. And we'll break in uh, just a couple minutes to get back to the action. And we'll get back to the third quarter in just a moment. Just finding out where the break from our uh, producer, uh, Chris. We're going to break uh, now? All right. We're going to take the break now and head back to Calgary. 9-7 is the score. Stampeders lead the Argonauts. You're listening to Argonaut Football right here on TSN 1050.